is an ornament in times of prosperity, and it is a refuge in times of adversity. This is said by Aristotle. Education has to produce the perfect man, sound in character, active in mind, and strong in body. This is by Plato. Educate men without religion, and you make them but clever devils. Duke of Wellington. The aim of education is the knowledge, not of facts, but of values. Education has for its object the formation of character, Herbert Spencer. Knowledge is not given but earned, and character is not granted, but cultivated. In this today's world, we know what it is. Aplala sarvanahit haukai ki atsa yug kasahe. Malasavatta tumi sarvotarunahat yaha yugatliahat. तेव्हा ह्या युगाची व्याख्या तुम्हा सर्वांना करून तुमच्यासमोर मांडण्याची तशी काही गरज नाही आय फील देर इज नो नीड टू डिफाईन द दिस न्यू एज वी आर नाव लिव्हिंग ॲट द डॉन ऑफ द थर्ड मिलिनियम ट्रिमेंडस चेंजेस आर टेकिंग प्लेस ऑल ओव्हर द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड इज सीईंग अ न्यू टाईप ऑफ कॉन्शियसनेस इमर्जिंग अ न्यू टाईप ऑफ religious consciousness parva majhakade ek yuvak ala tyachyashi bolat astana i will just mix english and marathi because i feel many of you know marathi ta tya yuvakanshi bolat astana tyala mi sahaj sangitlo ki life to define it in one word As Swamiji, Swami Vivekananda had said, it is struggle. Bhotalchi paristhiti jemha khadthar hote, temha kankhar khambi vritti chi maansas tiku shaktat. I just said this to that young man, that when adverse situation arises, it is a man who has firm de- determination, courage, and really a man of character he only can withstand the adversities of life and our discussion continued he asked will you please enlighten me a little more on this theme i told him my dear brother if you develop or inculcate in your character personality quality स्ट्रेंथ अँड डिसिप्लिन त्याला मराठीतनंही मी सांगितलं की गुणवत्तेतून सामर्थ्य येतं सामर्थ्यातून कर्तृत्व कर्तृत्वातून सुयश इट इज सक्सेस दॅट यू ॲस्पायर फॉर 
Discipline is that refining fire by which talents, they become ability. Then I told that boy, I think you must be having a dream being a youth. Tumhi sarva taruna hat, tumchahi sarvancha manamadhe, tumcha dhola samor, tumcha swatacha jivana lagyon kaitari swapna asel, asla pahije. Swapna ha shabdala, tya yuakashi bolatastana, I interpreted it as aim in life. It is not simply something dreaming. Tar jivanala uddesha asla pahije, jivanat kaitari aim asla pahije. Ani mukhya manje, tya uddesha cha, tya teje dheya he, tya la dharun mi je zagana rahe, te prapta karna karta mi jo sangharsha karna rahe, tya cha majha jivanavarti kai prabhav padna rahe, ya cha hi thoda sa, Vichar And so I said to that young man, my dear brother, it is good to have dreams, Swapna, Savit. But see, just see that the dreams, they should have some quality of inspiration in it. Swapna prerana dai asli pahijet. Tya swapnani, tya manushala, ते प्राप्त करण्या करता धडपड करण्याची प्रवृत्ती त्याच्या जागी झाली पाहिजे मेयर ड्रीमिंग इज नॉट सफिशिएंट इट शुड रादर एनकरेज द पर्सन एंथुझियास्टिकली टू वर्क आउट टुवर्ड्स दैट एंड टू अचीव दैट एंड आपण जी स्वप्न बघतो त्याला साकार करण्या करता जेव्हा प्रयत्न करत असतो तर त्या प्रयत्नांनी अपने जीवन प्रगति की एक एक शिखर अपन गाठली पाजे टप्प्याटप्पनी इट्स अ काइंड ऑफ प्रोग्रेसिव इवोल्यूशन स्वप्ना ने अपने प्रगति कहजे आता काजे वॉट इज टू बी डन फॉर दिस अपने लक्षा घजे कि स्वप्न साकार करना करता अपन वर्तमान काोत whether we are using our present in a perfect way, tezar apan kele nahi ani nustat swapna bhagat rahelo, still then that is not sufficient. Ani mhoon, mitya mulala, maja young brother la mhantla, ki bhav, it is necessary to take care of our present. Ani khine goshta tya young bandhula mi sangit li ki bhav, स्वप्न असणं बघणं नक्कीच चांगलं पण हे पण लक्षात घेतलं पाहिजे की ते स्वप्न आपल्या आवाक्यातलं आहे की नाही इट शुड बी लाईक दॅट वी आर ऑल असेंबल्ड हियर टू हॅव धिस यूथ कन्व्हेन्शन टेकिंग ऑल धीस थिंग्स इन माइंड टुडे सिच्युएशन एक्सेट्रा वी हॅव इन्व्हायटेड स्वामी वीरभद्रानंदजी महाराज टू गाईड यू ऑल Within these two days youth convention, we are having meditation and concentration, secret of positive attitude, development and application, Swami Vivekananda as a case study. Then arise, awake, true education, 
Swami Vivekananda's message to the youths, these are some of the topics that we are going to get guidance from Swamiji and many other eminent scholars. I would like to say a few words as an introduction about Swamiji to you people. Swami Veerabhadranandaji, Ji, a monk of the Ramakrishna order, being inspired by the life and teachings of Sri Ramakrishna and Swami Vivekananda, he joined the Ramakrishna Mat at Khetri, one of our branch center. He gives regular talks in Tamil and English in Tamil Nadu and other parts of the country on spiritual matters and on personality development. He was invited to Sri Lanka in 2001 for a series of talks on spiritual topics. He has brought out books on meditation published by Ramakrishna Math Chennai and also a beautiful CD on guided meditation in English titled Mananam. He was the president of our center in Malaysia from 2006 to 2009, and at present, he is the Adhyaksha of Ramakrishna Math Haripada in Kerala. Now, I request Prajyot Tungare to continue the further proceedings. Thank you, Swamiji. Good morning to everyone. Maharaj, Revered Swami Suvidnyanandaji Maharaj has already introduced you to our guest Swamiji. Swamiji will conduct various sessions which would definitely be useful for all of us for our day-to-day -day living, in our professional living. We have various sessions but before we go on to the session we will welcome revered swami veerabhadranandaji maharaj and i request swami suvidnayanandaji maharaj to offer him a bouquet and welcome him We will begin the first session with meditation and concentration. All youths have gathered. Everybody is looking forward for a big success in your life. And of course, success is a relevant term. However, everyone wants success. They're working hard for success, dreaming for success. And what is important to achieve success is you should have control on your mind. As you all understand and know, mind is like a wind, keeps on flowing continuously. And you know if the wind flows at a high speed, then what happens? Same is the case with the mind. If it's not controlled, then you may not achieve the things. So control of your mind is very, very important for your future success. Normally, mind dictates terms. 
if we are able to control the mind, we would be able to achieve the success, we would be able to achieve all the wonders. This is possible with the help of meditation, with the practice of meditation. Control of mind helps in concentration. It will divest oneself from the material environment and help us to concentrate on what we want to achieve. So I request revert Swami Veerabhadranandaji Maharaj to help us understand and know the art of meditation. So I request Swamiji to please proceed with the session. Thank you. Malapan Marathi Bolaicha Avadiahe Me Mumbai Chapura Pan Chalish Urshapasun Me Maharashtata Anya Deshatratamanun Marathi Bolaicha Savai Sutlatamaya Mullaki Daud Masjitak Tasa Maja Marathi Man Itet Tanto Now I will speak in English, though I would like to speak in Marathi, it's like my father tongue. <laughs> and I feel homely moment I arrive in Maharashtra. Born, brought up, educated and spoiled in Mumbai. <laughs> There's a great pleasure in arriving at Pune Center, which is the important center of Maharashtra, and the added attraction of coming here is today's eldest youth present here, Srimad Swami Bhaumanji Maharaj, is the senior most youth in this audience. I offer my pranams to Revered Maharaj, to you on whom Swami Vivekananda placed his greatest faith by uttering that I have broadcast my ideas, youngsters will come and work out the problems of India like lions. To you who are the dream stars of Swami Vivekananda for the building up of this nation, I offer my suprabhatam and namaskarams to all of you. Good morning to you all. Little more louder. Still. Good morning, Swamiji. Good morning, Swamiji. I have got the mic with in front of me, so it's easy for me to shout. It's a pleasure meeting all of you. So today's topic for discussion is meditation and concentration. This is quite an enigma all over the world and for long ages. The study of the human mind, it has been one of the themes of great mystery. Constant investigation has been done into it, and yet it remains a secret all along. One of the reasons is that mind is not in this paper, not in the book, not in the lecture that I am giving. Where is mind? Dear friend, where is mind? Don't be frightened. This is not an examination hall. 
we will be having a pleasant trip through the lanes of our own mind and heart. And we are here to find out what possible solutions we can get for our day-to-day challenges or crises which we face in our life. In spite of all our elders, teachers, parents, friends staying with us, not one of them has the ability to put their hand into our heart and remove fear from us when we are afraid. They can teach us chemistry, but none of your professors can teach you the chemistry of removing fear or the chemistry of tackling inferiority complexion. This is exclusively because of the greatness of the human soul. You are so great. Each one of us, we are so great that we don't require external help. And therefore, it is not possible for any one of us to help others. The strength and the innate ability to solve the problems of life is in each one of us. This is the exclusive and unique capability, the inbuilt system as we have in the computer of every human being. And Shankaracharya has put it very beautifully. He says, I can point out the moon to you, but you alone will have to look at the moon. I cannot look at the moon for you. As we come out of the Pune station, our luggage can be brought out by the porter. Who will bring us out? You will have to take part in the talk because I am not like a college professor trying to vomit something which I have mugged up. It's an active session, like a journey. We'll be going through this passage of this theme. You have to come out of the Pune Junction. And if somebody lifts you like a luggage and brings you out, what does that mean? You are handicapped. And none of us are handicapped mentally. Physically, we may be handicapped, but mentally, none can stop our imagination or inspiration. Sitting inside the jail, Lokamane Thilak could write Gita Rahasya. Britishers could arrest his body, but not his mind. So the mind, the motor of this universe, as Vivekananda used to call, is one of the important instruments in achieving success for our life. But before we deal with the mind, we should know the residence, the address of the mind. Where is this mind? Smart girl. Where is this mind? No, where is this mind? Ah, yes, right. You have disappointed me. I thought you will not answer properly. You have given the right answer. Mind is in each one of us. Inside us. Not in this paper. This paper contains a description about the mind, about concentration, about meditation. Even the most beautiful picture about a Pepsi-Cola cannot satisfy your thirst, is it not? So is this talk. So is the books on the powers of the mind on meditation and on concentration. Mind is an exclusive object an instrument inside each one of you. That is a real motor, and that is a real man inside you. 
man is what his thoughts are, a great thinker has told. So to understand about mind, its power, and the secrets about meditation and concentration, though we may be sharing the information with you, the transformation that has to be taking place inside you will come only when you observe the mind inside you. Moment to moment. So today, I will be avoiding the interesting and inspiring stories that can keep you enthralled or spellbound as we normally do for the primary section. We will be looking into the technical side of the subject so that it will help you in later days to solve your own personal problems. Okay? So now the subject which we are going to handle is meditation and concentration. Both are supplementary and complementary to each other. We'll be first dealing with the subject of concentration and then we will switch over to meditation. The successful effect of this thought-sharing session depends more on your questioning ability than on my ability to deliver my thoughts. How successfully you are able to put the question that will make this investigation into the mind and its process of working, the operation of the mind, will become relevant and revealed to you. So try to keep yourself free and as I told, we are not here for an examination or an interview. We are having a jolly trip through the lanes of our own mind. This topic or subject of concentration has been the theme for discussion from ancient times, saints and sinners, politicians and priests, teachers and students, scientists and spiritual persons, all are interested in this power of concentration of mind. If you have to open a website on success.com, it will have the description about COM, concentration of mind. Concentration of mind is a secret for success. Fixing the goal is all right. How to work out our goal, how to achieve our goal it depends on the concentration of our mind, how much you are able to act upon your resolution or your dream. The modern term for this is called dream engineering. It is not only dreaming, like chemical engineering and mechanical engineering, it's called dream engineering. How are you going to engineer your dream? That process of engineering takes place through this process of concentration. In ancient times, India abounded in this power of concentration. There were phenomenal powers of concentration among Indians. And that is what made India Sonekichidia, the golden bird. And now, if you look at our masons, our carpenters, they can't make one wall straight or smooth. At the present generation, we lack this aptitude 
of focusing our mind on something, keeping the mind fixed on the object of investigation or study. And that is the reason our country is slowly falling down in standards. When we go to other countries, the products of other countries enjoy more reputation than our country. Because we are always backing our efforts on the theme, government Kamal Daryamedal. We are not bothered about how the work is being done. Kaisa bhi khatam kar do yaar. Somehow finish it. But when I was in Malaysia, I found that after finishing the entire room, when it comes to the last step, even at that moment, the final finishing touch is given with perfect application of the mind. Even the last details are attended to. And after the work is over, the mason will come, take up the broom, sweep the entire block, clean it, and then he goes back. But in India, we find it so difficult, you know. And we arrive at the airport. Look at the lavatories of Indian airport. When I was in Malaysia, I used to talk gloriously about India. But when I'm in India, as Vivek on the told, I will be talking about your failures and mistakes because I love India. So as we come back to India, we find we fail in this application of mind. But there were times in India, our forefathers, you see, we have to be so proud of them. Look at the Shaniwarwada, Kutub Minar, Meenakshi Temple of Madurai, then Belur Halebi. If you go throughout India and see the marvelous work of sculptures in Rajasthan, Sonar Killa and Jodhpur, Jaisalmer, what an amount of energy they have poured out through mind, through the process of concentration. Two incidents I will give to you, which goes to prove how the Indian mind worked in olden days. There was a great king in Tamil Nadu. His name was Raja Raja Chola. There were three dynasties, Chola, Chera, and Pandyas. One of was Raja Raja Chola. One of the king was Raja Raja Chola. He was building a beautiful temple for God and his asthan, Sthapati, the sculptor, he was working on the minute details of the temple. And as the sculptor, Sthapatis, will be working, once in an hour, a small boy will bring a bowl, small vessel, in which they will spit the pan and tambaku. All of them will be chewing pan, tambaku, etc. And after one year, they will spit it. And then again, they will start working. On a particular day, which was the birthday of this king, all the laborers went away leaving the work. And the whole city was being decorated. And one of the boys, who was a favorite of this Raja's royal sthapati, the sculptor, he was with him for a long time. And as the evening approached, he told, Brother, all are running behind the decorations that is taking place throughout the city. I also would like to see, love to see the decorations that are being done for the celebration of Raja's birthday. Then the Stapati, in a grave mood, he says, birthday comes every year, you know. So we will be celebrating the birthday of this king next year also. But if we can put our mind on this work, ages together we will celebrate the birthday of this king. Because the temple will be so perfectly carved. But the young boy could not resist the temptation and he runs away. And after one hour, 
the king comes to survey how the decorations are being done in the city for the celebration and he sees the sculptor working and after one hour as per the natural habit the sthapati wants to spit and he finds that the boy has not brought the spittoon so he again starts working from the long distance raja raja chola looks at that and watches that the boy who was carrying the spitting bowl he has run away he comes to the sculptor and slowly shows the bowl immediately the sculptor spits on the bowl and then he starts working tick 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 and after few seconds he realized that the hands that showed the bowl was not the hand of that small boy but it had the bangles of the king and suddenly he looks on the right side and he finds that raja himself is standing and then the sculptor says raja please forgive me for my mistake to forgive you i am utterly pleased with you you are the pride of this country men like you will make my name live forever my birthday will be celebrated so long as this temple will live because you have put your mind on the con- uh, work in such a way that you could not even understand that a king has come near you but these people are the pride of our country look at the phenomenal power of concentration you could put the entire mind on the work and in ancient days this was considered as spirituality work is worship it is not that separately i have to worship vitobhar ganesh in the temple every work is worship apply your mind once in kanjipuram i had gone to one of the temple of shiva it was evening 6 o'clock and it was slightly dark and i told will you do archana for shiva and the pujari stood up not for shiva it was krishna's temple then he took up tulasi oh machutaina manantaim govindaya madavaim shridaram keshavaina damodara he went on putting 108 names oh madhusudanaya namaha he put the last leaf i looked down thinking that there may be 108 tulasi leaves there are only two half pieces of tulasi leaves i told what happened to the other tulasi leaves I told where is the tulasi leaf simply i was going on showing and in the darkness i could not find out what he was doing hands were moving as if he was doing archana of tulasi if you don't have this love for work which expresses as concentration even worship becomes a mere occupation a mere occupation for earning a salary if you can put your mind then that becomes a worship and if you can worship in that way whole india will be developed very quickly whatever may be the field you are in that requires total dedication earnestness sincerity of mind and purpose the entire personality flows towards the object and you have forgotten yourself there was another brahmin in calcutta bengal one day he was taking bath and two englishmen began fighting with each other and this ripened into a court case and in the court the judge summoned someone to be a witness and both the englishmen told that there was nobody watching our fight except one brahmin from bengal he was taking bath in the ganges but we doubt whether he understands english or not and he was summoned to the court and the brahmin told i don't understand a word of english but i can repeat what these two people were talking that boot hard boot hard something he was going on repeating whatever these two people told told how could he do that whatever i do i apply my whole mind to it so what they were speaking i couldn't understand the meaning 
but I could get in my memory what they spoke, and this is what they were speaking against themselves. So he could reproduce verbatim the entire dialogues of these two people. Can it be done? The last century, Swami Vivekananda astounded the Westerners with this powerful concentration. One day in one of the beaches of America, small boys were playing a game that on one end of the beach there was a stick planted and a thread was tied to that and on the other end there was an empty eggshell floating on the waving waters of the ocean. And you can understand how calm, quiet and peaceful is the waves of ocean, is it not? constantly oscillating and vacillating like our mind. And these boys had divided themselves into two teams and they were telling, shoot that eggshell, yellow one, the blue one, the black one. And most of the boys were missing the target. And as Swamiji was passing through the beach, he simply smiled and laughed at them. Seeing the Swamiji laughing, one of the boys got up and told, sir, can you do this? Swamiji took up the gun and one of the teams told, now shoot that eggshell. Swamiji fired and immediately it hit the target. Ten, twelve eggshells were shot. And these boys were stunned beyond their wits. Sir, how could he do it? How long you have been practicing this game? And Vivekananda smiled and told, this is the first time I am touching gun in my life. But how could he do it? This is the secret of Hindu concentration. It is not for foolishness that in our ancient times, our great men took up the Japamala and went on doing Japam. We think religion and spirituality is something to be ashamed of, to be shy of. Not at all. Our religion is perfectly technical and spirituality is perfectly scientific. Japamala is not for Japamala. It is to focus your mind on a single object for a period of time up to which I want the mind to stay there. Because there is no other instrument in us which can take us towards our goal or target except the mind. And the mind expresses, reveals itself as attention, power of attention. Wherever your attention falls, that you will experience. If you are looking at me and attending to me, you will experience me. If you suddenly shift your attention there, you will see the TV board. If you shift your attention to the roof, you will see the fans and overhead lamps. This attention is the dynamic aspect of mind. Mind is just a word, mind. What actually is the mind? This is the power of attention. This attention is the only instrument we have got. If we can use it, and if we know how to use it, that will take us towards our goal. All of us heard Swamiji talking about goal, dhyaya and other things. Everything is good. You have got a dream, you have got a goal, you have got a target to achieve. But how to do that? The action program or the action plan to achieve that. There was a man in Mumbai, he got into a taxi and then the taxi man asked, Kahan janai? Are chalona. And after 10 minutes, he had covered nearly 12 kilometers. Then told Babuji, Kahan jana Are chalona? Crossed nearly 25 kilometers. Ji, aapko kahan jana hai? Bola na, chalte raho. Then he asked, Kahan tak chalte rehna hai? 
Bolana Chaldiro. Then he understood that this man has drunk heavily. So simply put him outside the taxi and he told me, So in all of our life, if we don't have a fixed goal, we may be thrown out of the vehicle of our life halfway on the road. And if we have a goal, how to achieve it? Hundreds of management gurus and hundreds of websites on internet you can find giving you a solution to achieve goal. But there is a common approach to this achieving success. That is through the power of concentration. This attention of your mind, the faculty of attention which all of us have, if this attention is not there, you may be present here, but you will not experience anything from this talk or class. I was in the Dhanukar College of Vilepalli, and one of our professors, Mr. Matre, he used to read out our names for taking the attendance. And as you will be calling, he will tell, 433, yes sir, 434, yes sir, 435, yes sir, 436, 436, 436, absent. Then after the attendance is over, he will tell. Now I will be reading out the numbers of the absentees. Number 3, number 10, 300, 436, yes sir. Present sir. Physically present, mentally absent. Mentally absent means absent. So the mind was wandering somewhere because one day before he had seen Sachin Tendulkar scoring a century. So his mind is going on revisiting that. How Sachin hit that ball for a six. So attention. If you don't have it, if it is wandering, as he told, mind is like a wind, breeze. This attention is a faculty we are all having. But if you are not attentive... If you become mentally absent, then like the drunkard, we will be taken out of the taxi and let out on the road, on the middle of the road. So attention is one of the important quality of the mind or the only instrument which we have. And this attention is constantly wavering, oscillating and wandering here and there. If we can make total successful and efficient use of this power of attention, keeping it on a particular object for a long time, then that can yield success. In your house, you would have seen that mother trying to cajole a small child and try to feed that child. The child will be running here and there. It becomes very difficult for the mother to feed the child. Suddenly, he'll be running to the window, he'll be looking here, he'll be watching at the TV, then suddenly he will run out behind the uncle. Exactly like that, our mind also runs here and there. So what does a mother do? To avoid this problem, mother picks up the child. Is it not? Keeps the child away from wandering by holding it on her arm, and then she will show Chanda Mama. Focus the attention on Chanda Mama, then go on feeding. And as soon as the feeding is over, she will let loose the child. Now you can wander. So perfect control over the faculty of attention. She has got the control over the child. Similarly, this wandering, restless, uncontrollable mind 
has to be taken in our control, in our arms, like a mother doing with the child, and make it focus its attention on the moon, that is the object of our investigation, or the work we are doing, or the subject we are studying, and keep it focused on that. To the duration we want, one hour, two hours, three hours, five minutes, ten minutes, keep it totally riveted on that. If that can be done, then that can take us to success. But the problem here is, child can be seen directly, it is an object other than us, and it is gross, sthula vastu. But mind, we cannot see it. That's the first problem. Secondly, we don't know how to handle it. Thirdly, it is sukshma. We are all habituated only at the level of the senses, is it not? What we can experience through these eyes, ear, nose, and skin. There is another dimension of our experience, which is called feeling. When I look at you like this, I don't even utter a word, but you feel that Swami is angry, is it not? And when I say like this, I feel Swami is accepting your answers and is pleased. No word has been exchanged. Just by looking at me, you get a feeling that Swamiji is now happy. So this feeling is part of this faculty of attention. Mind can be felt. Though it cannot be seen like this small child, it cannot be physically taken up in arms, but just as you feel the breeze of the fan or breeze as it blows, you can feel the mind. Most of us may not be feeling the mind. You have to develop this tendency to feel the mind. Many times you may be feeling. As you go for the final examination of BCom or BSE and the bell rings, <gasps> immediately the palpitation increases, is it not? And there is a sweating. Until the last moment you go on carrying the books and go on reading. And the final bell rings, there is a chemical reaction. You feel it, is it not? And if as we sit on the interview table, do you know what is a government company? Yes, I have read it. That we know that you have read it, you are a BCom student, but we want the answer, what is a government company? I literally had this ex experience. I was called for the interview of the United Commercial Bank in the Back Bay Reclamation of Bombay. Do you know what is a government company? Yes, sir, it is not a private company. That we know, but what is a government company? <laughs> What is the cause? And I stood first in the business organization in the college. And right at the nick of the movement, the important point. So the government company, most of the officials are from the government. <laughs> no, but what differentiates a government company from a private company? I could feel at that time my adrenaline increasing, my heartbeat increasing, I'm sweating. I couldn't see it but I could feel it inside, some chemistry of fear is going on. Then told, sir, do you know the answer? Well, yes, 51% of the shares are owned by government in the government company. Oh, so easy. It was up to my throat, but I couldn't tell it. At that moment, you can experience and feel, is it not? This feeling, if you can cultivate this feeling, if you can develop this then you will be able to see and feel the mind. Breeze can be felt. When the AC is switched on, you can feel. You can't see it. When the hot condition is switched on, you can feel the heat. 
you cannot see it. So this feeling is a seeing of mind. So mind has to be seen in operation, in action. Because to develop the power of concentration, which is focusing the entire power of attention on a particular object, you must be able to see the mind whose power is this power of attention, is it not? It is absolutely necessary. Sri Ramakrishna used to say, before you put the thread into the needle, what do we do? Huh? What do you do? No. Before you insert the thread into the ear or eye of the needle, what do you do? I sharpen. That is a sharp intelligence, you see. We sharpen. Otherwise, the multi-edge of the thread will not allow the thread to enter into the needle. So too, if you want to focus our mind on physics, on computer, or on any subject, singing, playing, drawing, the mind must be one-pointed. Even our shaving blade, if it is not one-pointed, is it not? If the knife is not one-pointed, if the thread is not one-pointed, and if the camera zoom lens is not one-pointed, what happens? Everything is vague, is it not? Everything is blurred. Even camera has to focus. It has to zoom and arrange. And at the point it has to focus. So too this mind has to be focused. You will be seeing some of the electricians when they want to bore a hole in the wall, first they will keep the drill machine. And the drill machine will not be fixing or getting riveted to the target. It will be moving here and there. He will touch the wall for a second, make a small depression and again touch it. After third or fourth attempt, when the hole is formed a little, then he will put the drill bit. And then the drill bit, it will go inside. Otherwise, it will be dancing here and there like a dancer. And it will not make a hole. So for our mind also, the mind must be able to stay in that point. That sharpness of the mind, the one-pointed mind, not multi-pointed mind. At present, our mind is multi-pointed. It must become one-pointed. Vivekananda used to say, if I become the education minister in my next birth, and if I am given authority over the educational system of India, I will not teach the youngsters any subject. It's quite a happy news, is it not? I will not teach them any subjects, rather I will teach them the power of concentration. Having gained this power of concentration, they can put their mind on any subject and within a moment's notice they will grasp all the knowledge about that subject. What takes an ordinary man 10 hours, a concentrated mind will get it in 10 minutes. One day in my house in Mumbai, my sister was reading. 12 into 12, 144, 12 into 12, 144, 12 into 12, 144. She was going on repeating. Then I told 12 into 12, 144. Right? Well, right. Well, how could you do that? Well, simply fix your mind. Your mouth is going on uttering 12 into 12, 144, but your mind is wandering. So fix the mind. Don't you get the cinema songs by hearted? In the very first instance, is it not? You don't go on by hearting a cinema song or write it down, is it not? So the whole mind unconsciously gets focused. 
Vivekananda had this power of concentration. Whatever he reads once, he will be able to keep it in memory for a long time. So plenty of time was available for him to develop the other talents. The extracurricular activities were developed because of this extraordinary power of concentration, giving him a bonus time in 24 hours. He used to say, all the knowledge of this world is waiting for you, provided you know how to knock the doors of the nature. The strength and the blow of the knock depends on the strength and the power of your concentration. More powerful your concentration, more quickly you will get knowledge. All the knowledge in this world has come through the power of concentration. As a small boy, one of the students was sitting in the class and he was looking out of the window and he saw an apple falling down from the tree. And the question came to his mind, why is that apple instead of going up towards the sky is falling down? Teacher, why is that apple is falling down? He told, shut up. It is not in our syllabus. <laughs> he went to his father, father, do you know why the apple is falling down instead of shooting up into the sky? Well, damn to you. I sell apple and make money. Apple per day keeps the doctor away. Eat the apple and be healthy. Why do you break your head? But this man went to his room. Why is the apple falling down? And after a few days, he came out with the answer. Law of gravitation. Vivekananda says this knowledge about gravitation was not in the apple, not in the earth, not in the apple tree. Where was it? It was not in the syllabus. Teachers never knew the answer. Parents did not know that. Where was it? It was in his mind. All the strength and succor you want is already within you. All the knowledge is already within you. Like butter in the curd, fire in the flint, knowledge is inside a man. But butter needs churning. Concentration is a process of churning by which the knowledge inside you comes out. Most of us think that knowledge goes from books to the brain, is it not? Valmiki Ramayana never went from book to the brain. It came from Valmiki's brain, is it not? Hmm? Jnaneshwari never went from library to the brain of Jnaneshwarji. It came out of the brain of Sant Jnaneshwari, is it not? So entire library of the universe, Vivekananda says, comes out from the brain of persons like you and me. If they can do it, can we not? Yes. Yes! They can do it. We can also do it. Vivekananda used to say, once upon a time, you were all rishis. We had invented great things. And the Western science is yet to invent the space city, which Vishwamitra invented, the Trishanku Swarga. We had done that long time before. But because of various reasons, we have fallen down. The same power can be awakened. It is already in you, inherent. It is not that somebody is going to inject power of concentration through a syringe into your body. It is already there inside. Do you want? Yes. Yes, we want it. Indian population, which was few years before, 35% consisting of youth, is now nearly 70% of youth. Other countries are frightened what Indian youth can do. This explosive power in youth. In one of the magazines, India Today, 
I read that other countries are frightened. Indian population comprises 70 to 75 percent of youths. This tremendous, extraordinary power of the youth, this explosive power, what this youth cannot do in India? Within few years, they can overthrow all the superpowers in the world. Is it not? Hindu brain, the Indian youngsters, very silently they can create such a revolution in the world that whole world will be stunned looking at the Indian youngsters. And Swamiji had faith. He says, in the arena of world region, world countries, I want India to sit again like an empress. And who will do that? Youngsters provided you develop this power which makes an ordinary man rishi. This power is the power of concentration. And all the great men's life, if you read, you will find the exhibition of this power of concentration. In the life of Newton, the power was exhibiting to such an extent, 10.30. We started at 9.20, is it not? 9.20 or 9.25. One day, Newton's mother gave him an egg to boil it for 20 minutes. After 25 minutes, seeing that Newton has not returned back, mother went to see what Newton was doing in the kitchen. He was looking at the eggshell and the alarm clock was boiling. Actually, alarm clock was given to see that the egg boils only for 20 minutes. Otherwise, it will become very hard. And mother came and saw that he's watching the eggshell as an alarm clock and alarm clock is boiling inside. My dear son, what happened? Why does the apple fall down? Look at it. Tremendous absorption, is it not? Is it not bhakti? Hmm? This is what we call as bhakti. If a woman can put her mind in such a way on her husband, what will happen to her? That she has forgotten everything in this world except her husband. What will happen? She will become a superpower like Anusuya. Sun will not rise at her command. Is it not? This is called pativrata, dharma. Absolute concentration on husband. Husband is my God. Tukaram's wife was like that. And when the Viman, Vaikuntha Viman came, she was waiting to serve Tukaram. And one day, Tukaram had become late. He couldn't take food. His wife also did not take food. Tukaramji asked, why you have not taken food? No, why you have not taken food? No, because thinking of God, I forgot. No, I also th thinking of my God. Who is your devata? You are separately worshipping any devata that you couldn't take food because you have to offer to your devata. Then she puts the gungat and shows her hand, you are my devata. You see, how the power of concentration can turn an ordinary lady into a pativrata, endowing her with supernatural, miraculous powers. There was a lady in Tamil Nadu by the name Kannagi. She was so intent on her husband, like Sita and Rama. Sita has never dreamt of anybody even in dream other than Rama. Look at the way India produces giants by exclusively using this power of concentration. Absolutely concentrated on Rama. Our minds are concentrated on so many people, is it not? Shahrukh, Amitabh, Abhishek, here, there, so many objects are attracting our concentration. Rama also was like that. Absolutely concentrated on Sita. 
this is true bhakti this is true devotion this is true love this makes every act of ours worship because you are so concentrated so absorbed so involved so one with it this is how ekalavya deprived of a teacher deprived of a guru became an ace archer is it not dronacharya refused to teach him refused to admit him in the college and he told no problem sir and one day as arjuna and dronacharya were coming the dog was barking and ekalavya shot arrows in such a way that he just locked the mouth of the dog and dronacharya was amazed who is the man doing this wonderful feat now our vindra and others are fighting to get gold medal in asian games ekalavya would have snatched all the gold medals <laughs> and without a teacher or a coach is it not this is the phenomenal power of concentration ekalavya could do that similarly we saw arjuna also how bowing down looking into the water seeing the image of a fish rotating and shooting the what eye of the fish not the fish so the gigantic power of the mind you see if we can tap that the entire knowledge will come to us i remember once there was a cricket match between india and england and tendulkar was on 90s and when you are on 90s you know what happens to you like our examination and the wicket keeper heard tendulkar talking to himself sachin 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 now concentrate sachin ata concentrate kara sachin concentrate please concentrate sachin sachin is talking to himself something glorious is it not our own sachin tendulkar but see the approach you are also an angster sachin is not a spiritual man not a swami ji but he adapted the same technique is giving call to his own mind sachin now you concentrate because in 90s you develop such a amount of tension that attention wavers when attention wavers what do you get tension when attention is focused you are free from tension and then sachin started concentrating and he scored a century now the question will arise what makes our mind oscillate or go here and there or waver is it not we have come to the conclusion that mind whose power is the power of attention which when focused becomes a power of concentration is the only instrument all over the world there is no other instrument everybody whether it is bhimshan joshi ms subalakshmi lata mangeshkar asha bhonsle kavita krishnamurthy or even osama bin laden absolute power of concentration to hit the target not that osama bin laden and terrorists are fools they have tremendous planning tremendous power of concentration only the direction of their intelligence is wrong that's all if they can turn it on a positive side they also will be giants in any field why does our mind oscillate i want to read english i am trying to put my whole attention on that between me and the english subject somebody else or something crosses in between is it not without telling sorry for the interruption 
and who is the intruder who is interrupting in between me and the object tungare this is not our bell because i was told 20 minutes before i'll be giving given a warning bell so that i can stop in time who is creating this disturbance i am trying to look at her if you cross in between i will not be able to look at her continuously is it not to get a knowledge about anything i must be with that object close to it able to observe it thoroughly for a long time or as long as i want so that i can watch the entire features of the face and then i will come and carve that image is it not if something is interrupting me my concentration or the flow of the mind is broken how does that happen now we have to come with the answer otherwise the time will fly it is difficult to hold the hand of the clock i told you i will not be telling you much of the stories now you have to watch yourself when i am trying to concentrate my mind on ganesh ji or hanuman or on any subject or i am trying to learn music what is it that is interrupting or coming and crossing between me and the subject no books are required one minute nobody's help is required because nobody knows about my mind it is inside is it not so i am trying to watch but something is happening yes sir yes yes it controls the mind and it can be otherwise also it can be other way also thought also controls the breathing if you are frightened you gasp for breath is it not so thought also can control the breathing breathing also controls the thought it is both supplementary and complementary mutually interlinked now why does my mind does not stay on a object or subject for a long time lovely please tell huh yes you have come to the right point we'll be touching that point after some time i have noted down some of the points which act as an obstacle or intruder in our process of concentration one is that i am not interested in the subject with which i am involved is it not i have to study i am forced to study i wanted to take computer engineering they told you have to go to mbbs because otherwise we won't get a better son in law <laughs> mummy and dad they asked me to go so i am going but my mind is not interested your mind goes to the place where it is interested is it not like the child the second reason is there can be external disturbances like sound smell rain too much of heat and other climatic conditions which are obstructing you or disturbing you physically the third reason can be bodily conditions like overeating few of them i saw that the breakfast has been like a sedative in the first 5 minutes slowly they were dozing it happens the quality of food you take then tiredness if you have been waking overnight either for tomorrow's examination or watching world cup anything in the tv shows then you may feel tired indigestion taking less food more food doing more work or less work 
more recreation or less recreation, all this will affect us. Krishna says, Madhyama Pantha, don't work too much, otherwise you'll be tired. Don't sleep too much, otherwise you'll become lazy. If you sleep too less, then also you'll feel tired. So there must be a middle path in all our actions, both physical and mental. Whenever you try to read or do something, give you a break after two hours to relax. Fourth one is mental conditions like sorrow, fear, inferiority complex, worry or some other interest, etc. can hinder your concentration. Father has died just ten days before the examination. So my mind is so obsessed with sorrow that it will be difficult for me to put my mind on any subject, is it not? So you have to find out what is the reason that is obstructing or acting as a hindrance or a hurdle for this concentration. The last one is the habit of not concentrating whenever we do something. This is one of our quality we find in the youngsters. And TV has been a great master in developing this particular quality amongst youngsters. Is it not? Never concentrate on anything when you are doing. Watch a TV show. Within five minutes, there will be an advertisement. Is it not? So you are forced not to keep your mind on any object for more than three or four minutes. A song is over immediately. Colinos, Lyril, Taste the Thunder, and so many advertisements interfere. And before you could see one advertisement and understand that, three advertisements have flown past. So it becomes difficult for mind to develop this habit of concentrating. So we have to find out why is that we are constantly developing this habit of not concentrating our mind. And this don't go to any books. You are so great. Watch yourself. Read yourself. Study and investigate and observe yourself. This is really technical. As a Swami, though I have got a lot of management books and mind control books and etc., I find that the best thing to give a solution is my own mind and observe it. All other things are only answers. You know, a question has got two sort of replies. One is an answer and another is a solution. Answer replies your question Solution solves your question. That is why it's called solution. So when you look into your mind and you understand, Nirmala, today I have eaten too much of vada pav. Our Swamiji was telling, yesterday I went and took Misal Bhaji. I told, was it the quality that was the problem? No. He was a great devotee. He fed me so much. Quantity was the problem. So too much quantity and indigestion, it becomes difficult for the mind to focus itself. Body acts on the mind and mind acts on the body. So both are interconnected. You have to find out now. No dictionary, no telephone directory or anything can give the answer. Just try to watch yourself. You are trying to look at others, is it not? What is his hairstyle? How is he wearing his shirt? We watch and observe others, is it not? We have to watch ourselves. This is so easy, so near and dear to us. Why is it I am not able to concentrate? Why my mind is wandering here and there now? Go inside. In the initial stages, it may be difficult. But as you start practicing, what was difficult once, it becomes a habit. Now, what are the solutions to overcome these problems? 
the first point is become aware of this power of attention and its importance for achievement or getting success in any field you should be totally aware about the importance of this focusing power of mind if i don't focus we used to say sachin concentrate naito danda gul stump will be flowing here and there so we have to become totally awakened to the necessity or need for concentrating or putting our mind do you feel the importance of the power of concentration really yes. if you don't feel it take up a diary put the first point i am lacking in concentration i would like to develop this power of concentration put it in a physical form your problem visualize it bring it into the external world what is inside i have the problem with concentration this is my greatest problem mummy cannot help teachers cannot help dad cannot help my friends cannot help i am the only help now how to focus my mind i understood what is focusing focusing means keeping the mind on an object for a long time the disturbance comes because something is intruding interfering between me and the object now what can cause this disturbance we saw that external situation like sound heat rain wind then bodily conditions mental conditions can cause this and then the habit of not putting or applying our mind whenever we do something this has become a habit slowly change that habit become conscious sachetan ho jana jab bhi kuch kaam karoge us waqt sachet hokar apne hi man ko sambodhit karna ki he man savdhan abhi apne aap ko sambhalo dusra koi upay nahi hai dusra koi marg nahi hai the second point is try to understand the working of thoughts how do these thoughts work the time is very less because next subject is meditation that is to understand the working of our thoughts thoughts are interfering between me and the object is it not i want to study chemistry suddenly mom cooking the biryani in the kitchen the smell comes it touches my nose it goes to my mind and it says wah lovely biryani and the thought about biryani comes and my mind has switched over from the subject of chemistry to biryani whether it is a chicken biryani or mutton biryani or vegetable biryani or i am reading chemistry suddenly a song comes dil ko dekho chehra na dekho somewhere ganesh chaturthi is going on they had put on the loudspeaker it is coming dil ko dekho chehra na dekho then chemistry is lost sight of then i am thinking chehron ne lakhon ko loota <laughs> dil sacha chehra jhoota is it not it happens to us constantly it is happening to us immediately i must become alert and aware oh god what is happening to me i sat here for studying that bloody fellow from somewhere put on the loudspeaker so loudly and is trespassing into my territory it is an encroachment is it not trespassing it's my territory of mind from somewhere unconnected he came and disturbed me do you allow that we should not allow it's happening to us so you have to understand the working of your own thoughts by reading listening to talks about mind and thoughts and also by watching your mind working and especially the working of the mind in crisis whenever there is a danger 
whenever there is a challenge or a crisis, try to become alert. Sachet ho jana, jag jana. Become awakened. Then watch yourself. And then apply that knowledge. Oh, this is just thought coming and interfering. Hello, thought, get out. Now I have to focus myself on the image of Sri Ramakrishna, or chemistry, or English grammar, and then you proceed ahead. Mind listens to your talks, you know. As you say, hello mind, my dear friend. Now our work is to concentrate on chemistry, not on that song. And the mind becomes your friend. So you have to become friendly with your own mind. And these things are happening, I can assure you, as a Swami. Because for last 30, I left my house at the age of 21, and now I'm 54. 33 years, as we deal with the mind, mind listens to us. It's not a joke to control the mind, but you can understand and gain first-hand knowledge about mind by observing yourself. It is not a second-hand knowledge. And the fourth point is moderation in eating, sleeping, talking, working, exercising. In everything, you have a moderation. Don't do too much or too less. And follow regular discipline and routine. Don't think that discipline and routine are something like a military drill or too much of strictness is very boring. It is required. We'll come to that point. Then, practice the method of concentration in the morning and evening by trying to fix the mind on any object. If it is a divine object, it's more better. Why? This practice will counteract your normal habit and practice of not concentrating your mind. The beginning it may be difficult, but gate gate rag bajate bajate tal Bolte, bolte, bhashan, daudte, daudte, gati, dunte, dunte, jawab. Things don't come on one day itself. Bajate, bajate, tal. Hamko tal bajana nahi aata. Arre, bajate jau, tal aajayega. Gana nahi jaanta hao. Gaate, gaate, gana. Mai daudna nahi jaanta hao. Daudte, daudte, gati. Jawab nahi jaanta hao. Dunte, dunte, jawab. Practice makes a man perfect. So everything you have to go on, Practicing and go on with it. Hari se lage raho re bhai. Banat banat ban jai. Go on doing it again and again. Henry Ford, who was awarded a great honor because he invented the Ford car, he was asked to say a few words. And he told, my dear friends, the Henry Ford you are garlanding is a thousandth Henry Ford. There has been 999 Henry Ford who tried to bring out this model of the car and failed, they are all standing behind me. So Henry Ford failed 999 times before bringing out the model of the Ford car, which was accepted by America as the best model. So he went on doing it again and again and again. But we think that after doing it for four or five times, if you fail, Bajate, bajate, tal, gate, gate, gaan. So like that, things take place in our life as we go on doing it. And Krishna says, Karmani eva hisam siddhim. Go on doing it. Go on working. Do that karma again and again. You get some siddhi. 
Now if I ask any one of you to draw the picture of a rhinoceros, in one of the youth camp I told, can you draw the picture of a rhinoceros? I will say, no. Can you draw it? I told, yes. I went and drew a picture of rhinoceros. It doesn't uh, look like a rhinoceros. It's like a rhinoceros, but it's not exactly like a rhinoceros. I told the first attempt is, it looks like a rhinoceros. And the tenth attempt will be, you will say, this is a rhinoceros. All the great men have come like this, is it not? When Mahatma Gandhi started giving lectures, he stood up in the England and he told, what I conceive is, and he was so frightened. And again he repeated, what I conceive is, and he was so much tongue-tied. He told, what I conceive is, he couldn't stop. Then the man who was sitting, he told, you have conceived thrice, but nothing has come out of your mouth, Gandhi, please talk something. And this Gandhi became a great speaker afterwards, is it not? All the great persons, they have not achieved success in the very first attempt. So don't be depressed or crestfallen that in our first attempt, we have failed. Keep on doing. We will take up this ability to keep on as the things are going tough in the next positive attitude session. And then the important way of practicing this is whatever you do, however insignificant your work is, even putting the chapel or keeping the chapel, try to fix your mind on that work at that moment for the point of time. If you are combing your hair, put your whole mind. Don't say it is a simple work. No. Every small work, it goes on accumulating its tendencies in your mind. Vivekananda says, if you stand near the seashore, and hear the waves dashing against the shingles, you feel it as a great noise. But these mighty tidal waves are made up of millions and millions of small wavelets. So too when Buddhas and Christ come and explode on the society like a giant character, you feel what a marvelous personality they are. But all these Buddhas and Christ are not built overnight. They are built little by little with every thought and every action of their life. All this accumulate, every small thing, every small thought that you think and every small act you do, they accumulate, they correlate and become your character, your tendency and your personality. One day Buddha was taking class, so he did like this. What does it mean? And then he became silent. And after two minutes, he did like this. What is this? Hmm? No. No. One of his favorite disciples, Ananda, was there. He told, Revered Sir, the mosquito was already hit. It had died. Why do you take up the dead mosquito and keep it on your arm and again beat it and threw it again? Buddha told, first time when the mosquito sat on my arm and beat me, that was a reflex action, nervous action. Automatically, the hands went out and then bit the mosquito and threw it, without my knowledge. But nothing should escape my awareness or my concentration or my attention. So I corrected that wrong action by doing it in a right way. How? I took the dead mosquito, kept it on my arm, and I was aware. I concentrated. I took my hand, bit it, and killed the mosquito, took the mosquito and threw it away. Everything under the purview of my attention, like a sensor board. Nothing should escape, like the metal detector in the airport. Of course, things escape from there. 
So can you keep yourself alert and aware, especially when you are young, tremendous energies inside you, you know. Now I can understand, as I'm becoming old, what a power I had and what a fool I was. Not to exploit that power to the fullest measure. Tremendous power is there before 35 to 40. Now is the right time to put the whole mind like a green bamboo tree. If you bend, now it will bend. But after it becomes old, if you bend, it will break. Sri Ramakrishna used to say, when the brick is wet, not too wet or not too dry, if you put the company's seal, it will stick. When the brick becomes dry, you put the seal, brick breaks. So now is the right time between 10 to 25 or 35, building the power of concentration and consciously you do, even keeping the chapel, how you take the food in the spoon. Once upon a time, a German, a Russian and Indian met in a hotel. They were all army officers. And the Russian was boasting, you know, we have invented planes that can go above the sky. And the Indian and the German, they were asking, above the sky? No, not above the sky, a little below the sky. And the German was boasting, do you know, we have invented submarines which can go below the earth. My God, below the earth, not below the earth, little above the earth. And they were looking at the Indian. He told, you know, in India, we eat through our nose. Something fantastic. It, no, little below the nose. <laughs> Even that eating, taking the soup or anything through the spoon, if you are not focusing, sometimes it goes above the lips, is it not? Sometimes it comes below and sometimes it falls down on our lap also. Every action, every thought, it goes to build up your personality. So put your mind for every small act even keeping the bindi here, try to keep it properly. Sometimes the shirt buttons are put on the wrong way, is it not? The second button goes on to the third hole. So every action of ours is an opportunity for us to put, focus, at, apply our attention or power of concentration. Do that and as I told, bolte bolte bhashan, bajate bajate tal, gate gate rag. Karte, karte, ekagrata. You go on doing it, and within few months or years, you will find the whole mind becomes absorbed. Mind works on the principle of habit. The next one is, try to practice this breathing exercise called pranayama. If you are interested, the breath is directly connected with the flow of the thought. If thought is the inner face, breath is the outer face. Like a wave having two sides, is it not? A lahar wave has two sides, the uprising and the downcoming. Thought is like that. One phase is the inside thought, outside is the breath. You can watch it in the case of children. Children will be laughing and making fun. Suddenly you stop them and scold them. The whole breathing process undergoes a change, is it not? <sighs> Mommy. The whole breathing. She was breathing quietly, rhythmically, harmoniously. But moment you scolded her, the thought patterns changed and the breathing pattern also changed. Similarly, to change the thought pattern, if you can change the breathing pattern, it has got its reaction on the mind, mind also becomes calm. You can watch yourself. Whenever you are agitated, the breathing is going very fast. Immediately become alert. Arrest the breathing process and then make a rhythmic flow of the breath. You will find the mind also undergoes a slow transformation. Then avoid too much worrying. We worry about many things. 
I don't know we, why we worry. Sometimes I too worry. Worry is one of the most unrealistic, imaginative things in life. Pariksha to lik diya, lekin result ka kya hoga? Aray, tum chinta karne se, fikar karne se, result thodi badal sakta hai. There was a famous poet, Harimam Shrai Bachchan, you know? Who was he? I know. We heard one of his famous lines in our Hindi lesson. Jo bheet gaye, so bheet gaye. Gire huye taaron ko dekh kar, karti nahi asmaan fikar. Because the stars have fallen from the sky, sky never bothers or worries. Jo bheet gaye, so bheet gaye. Gire huye taaron ko dekh kar, karti nahi asmaan fikar. So why are we so much worried about so many things? Naukri milega ki nahi. Aray, interview attend karo, pariksha liko, entrance test liko, milega, nahi milega. So what will happen? Nothing will happen. I will not get it. I will not get it. So the action is real. Worry is not at all connected with actuality. Last interview I failed. What will happen to this interview? You may succeed also. Worry is imaginative. So don't go on occupying yourself with worrying. Then make efforts to do the thing that is needed with interest even if you don't want it. This tendency not to get interested in anything is one of the weakness of the youth, the wayward mind, like the dogs going on here and there. They have no particular goal to go. The licensed dogs will come back to the house. The dogs without belt, they will be going on wandering here and there. Suddenly there will be a bark and immediately this dog will run with that dog. So our mind also, it has got no goal. Whatever our friends are telling, we are doing that. What is the thing that you want? That you fix it. And whatever the thing is needed to be done, in that try to put your attention and interest. Slowly watch yourself getting disinterested in some works. What is preventing me from doing this work or focusing my mind? I am not interested. Why not? Why I am not getting interested? Am I one-sided? Put your mind and develop the interest. Slowly you will find that mind is developing this tendency to focus itself on anything, even if it is not interesting. Now, with this, the process of concentration and the discussion on that is over. Hardly, time is not there, because the, we started late, 10 minutes I can take. We'll be switching on to the meditation. Five minutes, exactly. What, after all, is meditation? For you, how much of meditation is essential, I don't know, but concentration is absolutely essential for you. But meditation comes as a backing force to aid that concentration. So it is also necessary to know what is meditation. We will try to see the difference between concentration and meditation. If concentration is Pune, meditation is Maharashtra. Got it? Concentration is a part and meditation is a whole. Maharashtra holds Pune, but Pune cannot hold Maharashtra. Meditation includes concentration, but concentration alone doesn't become meditation because even a pickpocketer can become a santh. A man who is pickpocketing, he also has got his ability of concentrating. In Bombay trains, pickpocketers have got such a power of concentration that before you could understand, he has already picked from two, three pockets. 
we have, I have a lot of interesting incidents. I will not be taking time to share that. It's really amazing power of concentration. So if concentration is there, even a pickpocketer, a terrorist also will become a saint. But it is not taken like that. Concentration becomes a part, meditation becomes a whole. Concentration is generally on an object outside of us. And is between us and the object as object and subject. In meditation, not only is the object watched, but the subject, the meditator also is watched. I become aware of myself concentrating my mind on an object. Medi concentration can be for a selfish purpose. Like terrorists, robbers, thieves and other people are doing. Meditation can be only for an unselfish purpose. Concentration can be for a secular worldly activities. Meditation is always for a spiritual activity. That is why if you are only concentrating, you may not become a saint. But if you are really meditating, then you will become a saint. That is why concentration exclusively is not associated with a saint. But meditation is associated with a saint and spirituality. Meditation is generally accompanied by renunciation or thyag. Concentration need not be. Concentration is like small drops of water coming from the tap. Meditation is like flow of the oil from one vessel to another vessel. If concentration is like a table lamp, meditation is like the overhead lamp. Overhead lamp lights the entire room. Table lamp lights only your table. We will explain what is that. Now we'll go into the meditation and its process. In trying to concentrate the mind on an object, we find a lot of obstacles or hindrances coming between us and the object of our interest. Now we want to remove that hindrance, is it not? How to do it? There comes this process of meditation. As I am trying to focus my mind on an object, there are interferences, interruptions. I must become totally aware of the entire process of the mind trying to flow towards an object and mind thinking other thoughts which are coming as an obstacle. You have to see it in your personality. I want to focus my mind. I am watching. How? As I am watching or looking at you or you are looking at me, as if a second person is looking at me, I must step behind myself and then just look at me in a whole way. I am trying to focus my mind. The mind is trying to go towards the object and I am myself thinking some other thoughts and that is acting as an ob obstacle. The entire process, the psychological phenomenon or the Natak drama which is going on inside me, I must become aware and it is possible. Don't get frightened that it is something very big. But this is really technical and once you succeed, you get the key for success. Every time the mind is wavering, immediately apply this knowledge, it becomes concentrated. And I can assure you that. Now how does this obstacle come? These thoughts, they come from a hidden place in our own personality called subconscious or unconscious mind. Whatever experience we have gathered in our life, 
all these experiences go inside and get stored in the subconscious or the unconscious mind and whenever we try to do something these thoughts from the unconscious mind come up and distract our attention if we can have a thorough understanding of this process this is the only process causing hindrance to our concentration from the unconscious mind our own unconscious it is coming out and interfering between me and the object just try to understand this that is why meditation becomes necessary morning and evening it is not study of chemistry or english or anything it is study about yourself you study how my mind is working where from do these thoughts come as you keep watching slowly the very watching the very sharpness the penetration of your own mind will take you to the place from where these thoughts are originating like the gutters the pooled waters breeding mosquitoes the unconscious mind also is constantly breeding thoughts like the bubble coming out from the bottom of the well and bursting on the surface of the well water from the unconscious mind the old stored experiences like the memory we have got in the computer suddenly it pops up so many pop ups are coming is it not unless you have put a pop ups blocker it will be going on coming when you go to the internet there is a pop up blocker is it not since our mind we don't have a pop up blocker as we watch our mind bringing up these pop ups we will become aware of it that very knowledge will be giving you the power to put down the mind so this is how the watching of the mind gives you knowledge about the mind and as you go on watching you will find thoughts are arising from unconscious mind and they are all from the past thought is like a photograph one year before i had gone to his house he welcomed me very nicely he gave me a cup of tea ice cream and other thing next time i meet him what happens what is your name santosh moment i see santosh the entire experience comes to my mind thinking that santosh will invite me to his house i may have a cup of tea or coffee or a lovely ice cream but in the process in the meantime santosh has heard bad things about me and he is refusing to invite me and then i am expecting because the thoughts from the past experience are coming into my mind like bubbles from the bottom of the well that was past is it not this is present santosh has undergone a change because he heard that swami ji is a terrible man i will not invite him to my house so there is a change but i am living in the past is it not so i think the same thing will repeat it happens to us during the time of crisis in one of the examination i failed every time i go and sit for the examination the thoughts from the unconscious come and interfere and i think i will fail but you can understand that i have not written the paper the paper is not corrected the results have not come why am i afraid that i am going to fail so who is my enemy myself i am only imagining and thinking because of the thoughts coming from the unconscious or subconscious mind as you watch this suddenly it will click to your mind thought is like a photograph it is from the past a photograph of your mother can it wash your clothes or cook food for you cannot the real mother can do the real situation is a reality that thought coming from the subconscious mind is unreal it is a photograph it is a ash it cannot cook food like a fire 
this knowledge of the thought will help you. As soon as the thought comes, you will not get involved with that thought. Normally when a thought comes, what do you do? You either try to get involved with the thought or you try to drive up the thought, is it not? If you like the thought, you go on chewing that thought, is it not? You have been awarded a gold medal and in the mind you go on enacting the same drama. You go to the stage, people applaud, gold medal is given to you, everybody is telling, wow, wow, kya kamal kar diya. And suppose if a teacher has insulted you, there was a boy and the teacher asked, do you know where is Taj Mahal? And he told, I don't know. Stand up on the bench. Teacher, can I know where is the Taj Mahal if I stand up on the bench? <laughs> like, get out of the class now. And lifelong he remembered that insult. Every time he sees a teacher or something, the past experience comes. And every time he meets the professor in the college, they want to shake hands because he was a smart boy. But he is not able to deal with any of the professors in a friendly way. Because between him and the professor, the image of the teacher comes. But if he can understand that this image is an old image, it is not the present one. It has already gone. It is like a bhasi khana. Stale food. So if we can slowly throw out these thoughts or de-link yourself with the thought or just watch the thought like a sakshi witness. Just watch. And as you are watching the thoughts, you will find thought comes and thought goes, is it not? Hmm? Eight o'clock, I was in a very happy mode of mind. Suddenly I got a call. 10.30, there is an interview for your selection. Immediately I'd get frightened. There is a tension. I was happy. The climatic change came. It became a tension. Then afterwards, you got another call. No, the interview has been postponed for the next month. And then you are released. You become happy now. Then somebody comes and tells my friend, his father has died. Will you come now? Then you are very much sad. So all the changes clearly shows to you that nothing or no thought stays in your mind permanently for a long time. So when a thought comes, don't get imprisoned by that thought or get caught up with that thought. Just allow the thought to go. Like clouds coming in the sky, they go, is it not? Waves are rising from the sea, it falls and they go. Smoke from the agarbati comes and it goes. Thought comes and thought goes. When frightening, fearful, negative thoughts come, don't get involved. You know the secret of thought. Knowledge is power, is it not? Thought ko kya karna hai? Kuch nahi karna hai kyo? Aapne aap chala jayega. Sirf dosti nahi karna thoughts ke saath. Chinta on ke saath handshake nahi karna. If you shake hands with any of the thought by telling bloody fool get out. Or you tell oh I like you. Hatred and love both gives connection to you. Kamsa had hated for Krishna and he was thinking about Krishna only. Gopis were in love with Krishna. They were also thinking about Krishna. Both had involvement. Similarly, if a thought comes, if you keep involving yourself with the thought, then you get caught up. If an inferiority feeling comes in the form of a thought, and if you get a link with that, then you are finished. But if you can understand that thought is from the old, it is not the present. The present can be more successful and dynamic. And this is only a thought. It was not there one hour before. It has come now, and it will not be there for. One, after one hour. So I need not do anything. It will itself go away. Pata nahi de na. Jab kisi ko pata nahi dete to kya hota hai? Aapne aap chala jata hai. You start arguing with a man, he will keep you involved in fighting. Is it not? If you start talking with a man in a friendly way, then also you get involved. If you just disregard him, what happens? 
After some time, he understands that he is not taking care of me and he goes off. Similarly, the mind has to be taken control by constantly watching this mind in operation. This one point you have to keep it in mind. Any incident happens to you, it leaves its mark. For example, you get angry. When you are getting angry, at that moment, you become aware. It is like striking the iron when it is hot. Not that the anger has gone away and after two days you sit in the room and think that two days before, it was Friday, now today is Sunday, I was angry. I should not have got angry, otherwise I would have got a job. This is old, already beat gay. Is it not? Now you cannot correct your anger. In a way it is helpful because you are having a self-study, you are analyzing your behavior, but if you become alert and watchful, when the anger is coming, arrest the uh, thief when he is stealing. After he runs away, it becomes difficult to arrest him. So anger comes, fear comes, bad emotions come, negative thoughts come. When they come, become aware then and there. And then try to deal with it. It is like eating garam pakoda. Is it not? Pakoda must be eaten when it is hot, not after it becomes cold. Similarly, as you are concentrating your mind, as the thoughts are coming, become aware then and there itself. It is possible. As you become aware, it will give you the knowledge about the working of the mind. This is the process of meditation. As you start doing the process of meditation, you become an adept. And after some time, suddenly one day you will find you have got the key. Then control of the mind or the process of concentration doesn't become a problem, then you become like a madari. How does a madari or a snake charmer control the snake? You need not be a madari for that. How does he do that? Does he hold the snake like that, constantly controlling? Then that's a terrible thing. Constantly, I want to control the mind, I want to control the mind. It is like a police holding on the thief like this. Whether the police is held or thief is held, I don't know. He says, Bhag jayega se. Simply handcuff him and cuff the legs also, he cannot run. What does a snake chama Madari do when he's playing with the snake? First, he removes the poisonous teeth. Then he keeps the green leaves, jadi booty, puts the snake on the shoulder. Is it not? In our Bhagavad Gita, removing the teeth is called Vairagya. Whatever is proving obstacle to you, don't get associated or get interested in those things. Give it up. Tyajoman Hari Vimukhan Kosang. Whatever is distracting you from Hari, if you go to that, you will not get Hari, is it not? Tyaji Kusang. Sat Sang Vaitanit Hari Charchasuna Lijay Manwa Rama Nama Rasapijay. If I want to meditate on Rama, I should not think of Ramana. I should not have Sangha with Ravana or anything. Tyaji Kusang. Here Kusang means whatever is obstacles are proving hindrance for your concentration or meditation. Tyaji Kusang. This is called Vairagya. And keeping the jadi booty green leaves, it is called Abhyasa. Constantly practice what you want to do. I want to concentrate. Constantly practice this art of concentration. And whatever is coming as an obstacle, reject it. This rejection is called renunciation or Vairagya or Thyag. But when I say Thyag or Vairagya, you get frightened, is it not? 
There is nothing to frighten. It is required for every field. Einstein rejected, renounced everything of his family life for 17 years till he came out with that formula E equal to MC squared. So for us also to enter into the website of success.com, the .com COM is concentration of mind. Try to understand the working of your own mind. Try to watch your mind. Try to watch yourself. Become alert and observe yourselves. You are the book, most interesting book to read. And you yourself will come out with answers and that will be amazing answers, real solutions for you. Wishing you all the best. We take leave for this session and we will meet again in the next session. Thank you. Thank you, Swamiji. As Swamiji mentioned, if we want to achieve success, we need to control our own mind, which is continuously wandering and is restless. Mind is required to be focused. We need to develop the power of concentration. Automatically, memory is developed and knowledge is gained. Powers of mind is necessary to achieve the goal to hit the targets. Today, Swamiji stated certain important facts about control of mind, the importance of developing the power of concentration so that we can achieve the targets and success. Tomorrow morning, first session, we will have guided meditation where Swamiji would help us to understand how meditation can be done.